Backfield boys, alright. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Backfield Boys. This is yours truly, Brendan, and as always, I'm joined by Lucas Kochavar and Jackson Kelly. How's it going, fellas? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Why awful? Just because the Cardinals lost, or is there anything else? Oh, God, dude, where do I start? The Cardinals lost, Kentucky lost. Oh, my God. I know, man. You, Mississippi State owns that you guys. That was shocking. Uh, I was like, what? I picked Mississippi State, too. Not trying to pat myself God, on dude, the back. Outside <laughs> of football, I had, like, the worst experience of my life happen this past weekend. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, we need that story. Well, top 25, at least. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the eight people. Just some, <laughs> you know, little team. I kind of wasn't like wanting to ever see her, and I seen her in public, and it was just a mess, dude. I don't even want to mm. get into it. I've never in my life been more sick to my stomach, dude. You got beat up on this weekend. <laughs> Pause, but yeah, dude. <laughs> Well, well, we'll keep it strictly football, okay? I promise we'll keep it strictly football because it was a hard ass football weekend for you, man. Pause, I hate to say yeah, it. Dude. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> but my fantasy teams were like zero and seven, and they, I finally got a win, so that's good. I guess that's you get wins. Yeah, you, you got to take the wins when you can get them. You got to take the yeah, victories when you get them. As small as they are, you got to. Yeah, dude. But man, the it's Cardinals twenty. 24- 24-21 at home. What happened to your Arizona Cardinals, man? What happened? Don't ask what happened to the Cardinals, bro. Ask what happened to AJ. <laughs> Got lost on that play. <laughs> you know, defensively, we were missing JJ. We weren't prepared. We had a day without him. <coughs> but JJ's on. whole body's falling apart, by the way, <laughs> according to the reports. Yeah, he had like BS, four dude. different injuries he was playing with. I mean, that's yeah. just insane. D-Hop got hurt. I mean, he was just a decoy for three quarters of the game. Um, AJ I mean, Green got CTE not... during that play. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that early onset CTE. It he was a no mistake. Idea where he was he didn't even defend the interception no. either. No. Like, he just it, 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 dude, it was a great throw, too. If he yeah. turns around, it's a touchdown. We win the game. And you could say, oh, that bad man. There was like, oh, you, I was just about to say, you got to give it up for that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, going into no. Arizona without his top two weapons available. Robert Tanyan even gets hurt. His top three weapons available. Mm. Dude, he it goes really into there, gets yeah, it done. Say, Aaron it did. was more the running back. Hey, hey, Aaron Jones. Hey. No, oh Aaron God. Jones ate up that game. That, Aaron Jones averaged 3.9 yards to carry. Aaron Jones averaged. Oh, it was uh, AJ Dillon. He had a good AJ, game, dude. He was his thing. I think the run game helped save the Packers' offense. Aaron Rodgers was fine. Vance was Joseph Aaron did Jones some stupid Dillon. ass <laughs> game plan. It was like just <laughs> we'd sit back four yards. I mean, it was a decent game Rodgers had. I'm not taking it away from him, but like the stats were a lot rougher than he actually played. I well, feel like was, because he was thrown to absolute scrubs. It was a I Thursday mean, night game. Dude, Thursday night games are so dumb. I hate them. Dude, his best receiver out there was Randall Cobb. I mean, are you kidding okay. me? He had 15 what? yards. He had two touchdowns, which is really nice. But when you're top weapon on offense. Ours was the... Christian Kirk. Oh, hey, and Chris... then Rondell had that re- stupid-ass <laughs> muff punt, dude. It was the dumbest <laughs> thing. I mean, literally, 
our receivers made the biggest mental errors I've ever seen anyone make, like in the middle of a game. It was and weird. It was, just it was funky. It was a funky feel to it because, like, also the Packers showed out in in Arizona. It was weird. Everything felt weird. It was a Thursday game. night game, dude. They shouldn't. Uh, NFL needs to change them. They shouldn't be a thing. I think they should be because it's great or, for us. It's no. great for the fans. It's great I don't, for viewers. No, it's not for me, dude. I was stressed the whole entire game. I'm not saying when your team plays. I'm just saying in general. Thursday it should be changed a- to Thursday nights or only teams that are coming off a of bye. Okay. Yeah, but there's not enough bye weeks to make that work. That's the only okay, problem. Then only, okay, you don't need I mean, Thursday. Do you remember- Listen, don't have, have a Thursday at the beginning of the year. Don't have another Thursday till week four or five. And then after like week 13, 14, when the last buys are, we have Saturday and Sunday games. We don't need a thir- Thursday night game. I mean, they used to do that. Do you remember when they like they didn't have Thursday night football until like midway through the season? And then yeah. they started it with this like with the new TV deals where they just like came out of the gate with it. Like they were like really hard to find on NFL Network. Like it used to be like that. That's how it should be. Like it's just a straight money play they're doing, but still. I hate it. I don't even enjoy it. Thursday night games usually suck anyways, dude. I always bet the under. I decided to bet the over this week. <laughs> and, and it bit you. Roger's bum ass couldn't score a touchdown. He had four goes at it, couldn't score. And then we had it. All we needed was one touchdown. Rodgers couldn't get it. And I'm like, okay. And then here goes Kyler. Marshall. Dude, that would have – if A.J. Green catches the ball, that's an MVP moment. Leading the ball – going down the field with, like, Two, less than two minutes left, 99-yard drive. That's his MVP moment. And now he's like 15th in MVP ranking. I think the MVP right now it's, by far is Matthew Stafford. Well, it wouldn't have been. It's, up there. it's weird. I feel like we had a lot of MVP guys kind of drop this week. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, dude, Derrick Henry, bro, RIP. Um, well, that's not even his fault. I mean, the man broke his foot. I mean, you can't oh, say it's, it's his Kyler's fault. Kyler's fault. AJ Green didn't know the play. <laughs> I mean, at least Kyler has the rest of the season to make up for. Derrick Henry's out for the year. My boy Jameis Winston, it breaks my heart, is out for the season with a torn ACL, man. I almost shed a tear when I saw that news. His leg my Jameis hype train is officially over with because of a torn ACL, and he that's was balling out. Let the record show Jameis Winston was on pace for 34 touchdowns this year. Only six picks. It just breaks my heart, man. He was having such a great year. He was finally evolving into the quarterback I knew he could be. And then it's all over because of an injury, man. It's tough. Breaks my little heart that the little Saints don't have their quarterback anymore. What a shame. (laughs) Hey, they got Trevor Simeon now. Yeah, I'm going to let you think about that. Silence in there <laughs> just so you can think about that sentence. That was awful. <laughs> don't do it. Don't say I mean, Trevor Simeon like that's a name. I mean, Trevor Simeon came in. He played pretty well. You know, once Taysom Hill is healthy, you know, you never know with the Saints. They look like a pretty good football team. Very hard to predict, but they're still a pretty good football team. Oh, yeah, dude. The Mormon Tim Tebow. <laughs> he has yeah, a little man. bit of a better arm than Tim. You know, he can get the ball downfield on it if he chucks it, you know, if he really tries. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I, I don't just, know. The Saints might be vying for a wild card spot because I think we, I think the rest of their team is pretty good. I have to give them a little bit of props for beating Tampa, but I without without Jameis, I I don't know. I don't see them doing much. I mean, Sean Payton's gonna have to work some magic, and I mean, if he does, he could get Coach of the Year considerations definitely. But 
I'll tell you who they might make a trade for, bro. There's a backup quarterback that's starting caliber on the same level as Jameis. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're going to say Mitch Trubisky, aren't yes, you? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I really don't. I, I wouldn't hate it, but I think Cam Newton out there as a free agent makes way more sense. Mitch is better than Cam at this point. I wouldn't disagree, but I think not having to give anything up for Cam would definitely be worth it. Because I think Buffalo having Mitch, there's some value there. Because if Josh Allen, God forbid, ever went down with an injury, you have a decent quarterback who can step in and win you games. Because Buffalo has a very talented passing attack with Emmanuel Sanders, Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox. I mean, they got a good pa- they got a good passing attack, got a good receiving core. So I feel like if you're if you're Buffalo, you can't really risk getting rid of your backup quarterback. It's pretty decent. It's a Pro Bowler. I mean, one time Pro Bowler. Trade but... for Zach Wilson. <laughs> I mean, Mike White did look like a stud. I mean, that was incredible. So you never know what's going to happen in New York with that quarterback situation. Yeah, that's a that's a different one. That's nothing I've seen before. Like two rookies. That's insane. Well, Mike White's not a rookie. He's been there for a couple years, but that was his he first ever game before. action. Yeah, that was his first game. So technically, yeah. I mean, if you want to say he's a rookie, he's never had a game action. That's true. Yeah. And I thought Joe Flacco was going to start for a second. I think Joe Flacco is like a break glass in case of emergency guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even think he's in the building. I think he's just on his couch chilling <laughs> until they call him in. They got a helicopter, a Joe Flacco helicopter that just like parked right outside his house to transform to the games in case of absolute emergency. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I think I he didn't show up because of personal reasons. I think the personal reason was he doesn't want to be on the Jets. The personal reason is he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's also incredible to me that Joe Flacco's still in the NFL. I mean, it's just I I I would think that there would be enough quarterbacks in the league better than that to not have Joe Flacco be on an active roster? Because, I mean, I would take Cam Newton over Joe Flacco, personally. Mm, I mean, he's no? definitely – I mean, I don't think he's a bad idea to have as a backup by no means. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl. He's got a Super Bowl MVP, doesn't he? Back in 2012. I mean, but the like having changed, him as, Jackson Kelly. I'm saying having him as a backup doesn't hurt at all. It doesn't hurt, but I don't know – Especially with he, a young quarterback. But Joe Flacco's never really been the leading type. He's always kind of been aloof. He's never really been a leader of men. He's never really been a guy who can go in and galvanize a locker room. So I don't really see him as someone you bring in specifically for that. I mean, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I will say Trent, he, had, he had some awesome runs. I, I hate Joe Flacco because people keep comparing him to Matt Ryan's career for some reason. But, I mean, Joe Flacco was like – his stretches in the playoffs were some of the best we've probably ever seen. Like so you're get, in getting hot. You're taking Matt Ryan's career over Joe Flacco's. Yes. Yeah. I think I would too. I mean, I'm I'm on record saying Matt Ryan's one of the most underrated quarterbacks ever. So I would definitely put him over Joe Flacco. But I feel like Joe Flacco in the playoffs from like 2010 to 2013, there was some magic going on there. He had some magical runs, some magical throws, some magical games for the Ravens. I mean, it was insane. Yeah, like the only thing is, is like it's because he has a ring. That's the only reason. It's because they're from the same draft class, and he has a ring when Matt Ryan blew a lead. Like you know, like like it doesn't. That's the only reasons people compare them to. Like there's no other yeah. reasons. It's just not. It's really not fair. Like it's it's kind of gross. It grosses me out. That's why I hate Joe Flacco. Man, we got to get into some huge breaking news though. Von Miller is a Los Angeles Ram. 
How about that? One of the best pass rushers of the last decade has joined already the best pass rush in the league in L.A., among the best defense in the league in L.A., and one of the best coaches in the league in Sean McVay. Rams might have already been the Super Bowl favorite, but right now they're looking like the heavy favorite. I mean, it, it might just be me, but I feel like if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl this year, it'll be a colossal failure because Matthew Stafford is playing like the NFL MVP. Their defense, whether it's the secondary, whether it's the pass rush, whether it's the linebacker core, they're all playing great. And Cooper Cup is on pace to break the NFL receiving record. So I don't know, man, but to me, with this Von Miller acquisition, I feel like the Rams are have to be by far the odds-on Super Bowl favorite because they are looking incredible week in and week out. And they only really had one bad game losing to the Cardinals. But other than that, they have been on the money, on point, every single week, winning games handily, blowing teams out, and looking like the best team in the NFL. Meh. <laughs> Meh. 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 I know you're biased because you're a Cardinals fan, but you can't be saying meh to the L.A. Rams right now. I mean, I said they were the Super Bowl favorites before the year started. I still said I don't know. I mean, on paper, they're better, especially if J.J. can't come back. They're better than the Cardinals. And depending on how Kyler, you know, heals and how much time he misses, they'll probably get the number one seed. However, I just don't think the accusation – or acquisition whatever bro Avon Miller makes a big difference eh. at all no I mean he's really. got a lot left in the tank I mean no, I know Vaughn's got some injuries he has, he has a lot left in the tank I'm telling you right now hmm. Vaughn Miller is healthy he can make a huge impact on a defense especially a defense with Aaron Donald on the line you got Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller dude how are you gonna block a line with Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller healthy on the on that defensive line I don't know. I, I don't we'll think see. it's possible. I, I mean, I still I think, think it they're is the possible. Super Bowl favorites. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't think this makes them more. I, I think it's, it, just Von, it's just Von Miller, dude. I think it adds an intrigue, a level of intrigue for them. And it really depends on how they scheme them up. Because, I mean, I, I don't think Von Miller's beating people off the edge, like, just purely based off of his skill at this age. No, I think dude. he has it's to not- be. Four years be, ago. No, it has to be like all stunts and stuff. And I mean, I think they can do it because I think they're clever enough in that building. I don't know. I feel like it's just, I feel like it's more of like a veteran pass rusher kind of deal where, where a lot of teams like sign this type of guy in the off season, the Rams just went and traded for one. And I mean, they don't have to pay him anything because the Broncos are going to pay a lot of it. So that's cool. Like, I think it adds a, like another fold where it, it makes a look for, you know, playing against this defense. Yeah. But as a whole, I don't know how much it changes what they were already doing. All I'm saying is this, man. Von Miller has four and a half sacks in seven games this year. That's really good for his age. You put him on that same exact line as Aaron Donald, maybe the best defensive player we've ever seen. That's just unfair because, I mean, blocking schemes for offensive lines are going to get so much harder right now. I mean, offensive coordinators are definitely having nightmares tonight because I'm just telling you, players like Vaughn Miller, they're veterans. They might not be what they were in their prime, but they're capable of stepping up and pulling tricks out of their sleeve when they're on a very talented team like this. Like, the Rams are pretty much a super team right now. They only have two draft picks in next year's draft. They put all their chips – in the front of the table, they're going for it. 
And I think they might get it done because looking around, like I said, at their offense, there's there's no holes. I mean, their running backs are great. Daryl Hendricks is playing great. Sonny Michelle is probably the best second string running back in the league. Cooper Cup, incredible. Robert Woods, incredible. They have a really good tight end in Tyler Higby. Van Jefferson, their, their wide receiver three. He's capable of getting the job done. I don't think any other offense in the league has the depth of the Rams, and I don't think any other defense is better straight up. I think the Rams have so much depth from the secondary to the pass rush. I just think they're they're not unbeatable, but if they play the way they're capable of playing, I feel like they should win the Super Bowl running away. Yeah, I mean, they're still the favorites. I just don't think this makes them like – like you said, now it's a failure if they don't. I don't think that. It's like I'm saying, it's just Vaughn Miller. Like, it's not that big of a deal. You're basically saying, like, pump the brakes here. Because, I mean, I think we're, we are seeing the NFL as a whole. It seems very, very even. The NFC is loaded with teams. And, I mean, adding Vaughn Miller, I don't think puts them that much higher above these teams because they're all playing great, really. It's the top of the NFC there. So what other teams at the top of the NFC do you see realistically competing with the Rams besides the uh, Cardinals? I mean, I think, I think if you look at the top six teams, five are in the NFC. Mm. Without a doubt. Okay. So the Bucs you're... are still up there. Like, a, I'm not overreacting to a divisional game. You got the Bucs, you got the Cardinals, you got the Rams, you got the Cowboys, and you got the Packers. Okay. Other than the Bills, there's not a team in the AFC that I think can compete with those teams. I would actually agree with that. I mean, I think Baltimore maybe on a good day could, but they're still kind of iffy. I mean, the Bills, they look really good. I would I would agree. I would have them fifth or sixth, but I do think the NFC this year is a lot better than the AFC. I mean, Green Bay, Arizona, Dallas, Tampa Bay, the Rams. I mean, those are pretty easily the five best teams in football. And Dallas, I mean, honestly, winning that game with Cooper Rush at quarterback over the uh, Vikings is incredibly impressive. I mean, going on the road in a really hostile environment with a quarterback that's barely played at all in his NFL career, coming in, throwing for 325 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, that's insane. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are – and as much as it pains me to say this because I do not love the Cowboys, like like fan base, I hate them all, but their football team is pretty damn good. Like, yeah, it's it's really a testament to their coaching staff, I guess, on the defensive side, <laughs> making them look way more competent than they were last year. You know, uh, going on there without Dak Prescott and winning, you know – and I mean the Vikings, we've said they're they're playing really good. Like they've been playing really good. They went in there basically shut them down. And Kirk Cousins in prime time, eight and seventeen, did not play well. So I don't know what to do, but that was I think more of an impressive win for the Cowboys than more so than anything. Yeah, I mean it's a bad look. But it was just, I mean, that's Kirk Cousins in primetime. And it's so weird because in the playoffs, he's good. But primetime, not so much. 
I honestly think with Kirk Cousins, he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in NFL history. Like, I think he has a borderline Hall of Fame career. I mean, he's the best quarterback in Vikings history. Whoa! Whoa. Borderline, not Hall of Fame, but I think he's borderline because you look at his career statistics. Wait. Both of those takes were insane. Hold on, stupid. Hold on. Wait, wait. So look, you're saying look. he's not the best quarterback in Vikings history? He's no. absolutely the no. best quarterback in no. Vikings history. No. But who is? Um, let me think. Don't say Fran Tarkenton. I no. would gladly say that. I mean, Jesus, who's the dude, dude. Who's the dude that played in the late '90s? Black dude. Cole I can't Pepper. think of his name. <laughs> Dante Culpepper. <laughs> Not Dante Culpepper. Oh, oh I'm my. taking Fran. Fran Tarkenton took the Vikings to it's the third Super Bowl, but he still took them to the Super Bowl. Fran Tarkenton with 47,000 passing yards, 57% completion, 342 touchdowns, 266 interceptions for an 80 passer rating. That's just very mediocre. I'm sorry. He did win one MVP. I'll give him that. But he, he got drafted in 1961, dude. He played for the Vikings for five years, okay? It's not that – or I mean, he had two stints with the Vikings. I'm sorry. Five years at first, six years after that. But he wasn't that great. I mean, he played back in the old days. Yeah, I know it was a hard era of football. There was a lot of runs. There was a lot of, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust. But give me Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has been consistently great for the Minnesota Vikings since he stepped foot in that facility. Okay, that may be true, but I don't think he's the greatest quarterback in Vikings history. And I also don't think you can sit here and say he's a Hall of Famer. I never said he was a Hall of Famer. I said his career statistics are borderline. If he played another uh, five or six years and he threw for, I mean, he usually throws for about four, 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. You keep adding I mean, that up. I mean, we have up. a lot of guys that I feel like have better careers than him that may not make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that seems like – it seems like one of those where you're, like, you're just kind of putting anyone in the Hall of Fame if you're putting Kirk Cousins in. Like, where I feel like hey. the NFL's got a little bit more pride than that. That's like, that's like basketball Hall of Fame kind of stuff. All, all I'm saying is this. You look at his four years in Minnesota – 2018, 30 touchdowns, 10 picks, 4,200 yards. The next year in 15 games, 3,600 yards, 26 touchdowns, 6 picks. The following year, 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 picks. And this year so far, 69% completion percentage, which is near a career high. He actually said in Minnesota in 2018 with the 70% um, completion percentage, he has 1,900 yards, 14 touchdowns, and 2 picks. Can the story of football be written without him? You yes. can say that for half of the NFL Hall of Famers, Jackson Kelly. I don't think so. I mean, the story of NFL football. I mean, the story of NFL moment? football. What's his be, moment? That throw? Probably beating the Saints. Are you like that? Saints. You like that. That's that was his like, moment. That was a great like season, season overtime game. Win. <laughs> and they were like one and four. <laughs> he sold a lot of T-shirts, but I don't know if that's hey, an NFL but can you write? Moment. Can you write the story of football without you like that? Yes. yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> Easily. I mean, it'd be in my story of football, but that's not no, it wouldn't. No, you, you would be running through these moments, and you just would—you would totally forget that if we weren't talking about Kirk Cousins right now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when we look at the story of football, though, there, like I said, there's a lot of Hall of Famers that 
He's not even top great. in his draft class, though, either. If you can think about write, it now. Can we write the story of football without Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan's a Hall of no. Famer. He's an MVP. He's an MVP. But, I mean, if, if France Harkinson's an MVP, we can definitely write the story of football without mentioning France Harkinson. No, you can't. Not developmental stages. Like, in your story of football, when you started watching in 2007, sure. But the complete story of football, no, you can't. You can't be an MVP and not be Hall of Fame. Like, Cam's one. I don't know. Would I put Cam in no, there? No, Cam's on a Hall of Famer. Jesus Christ. We cannot He's, put Cam Newton in, in the Hall of Fame. He gets in over Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had a better career than Cam Newton, though. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Cam Ooh. had one better season, but Kirk Cousins overall has a much better career than Cam I would Cam say Newton. Kirk has a better career, yeah. But Cam his peaks, is, his peaks were Cam, not at the same. Cam, as Cam is more Hall of Fame caliber than Kirk. Kirk hasn't accomplished anything other than being good with Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs his whole career. Kirk Cousins is a two-time Pro Bowler. He has thirty thousand yards, two hundred four touchdowns, eighty-six interceptions for a ninety-eight passer rating. Those are incredibly good stats. I mean, they're good numbers, and I agree he's underrated. He's not a Hall of Famer though. But we compare it to Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton, what? He has an MVP. He's a three-time Pro Bowler. He has 31,000 yards. He has uh, 85 passer rating, which is decent, 190 yards, 118 picks. So if we look at the stats, Kirk Cousins is undoubtedly better. He has more touchdowns, less picks. The playoffs, Cam only went deep one year, and he failed in the Super Bowl. Other than that, he's been pretty bogus his entire career, pretty mediocre. He's never had a great season other than his MVP year. That was a breakthrough season, and after that, he fell off a cliff. I just, I just don't Did see. Did Kirk a Cousins win Rookie of the Year? I don't think Rookie of the Year should count for anything. But I'm just saying, there's accolades that Cam has that Kirk doesn't have. Kirk might have won it, but he was stuck behind RG three. I mean, that's just, that's kind of neither he like that that. That rookie of the year, I can understand you saying Cam's MVP or his offensive player of the year, but other than those accolades, there's nothing Cam Newton has done in his career that makes him better than Kirk Cousins. Mm, I, I think like, it's. I don't know. I just. I don't think the thing is. I think. About I think Kirk the Hall Cousins, of Fame I think is of different not shining it. in the big moment. And Kirk Cousins has never done that besides that one thing against New Orleans, and I mean you can see. New Orleans, what is that? That was like dying Drew Brees. So, like, I don't know if you could really count that as Kirk Cousins' moment. Cam, you, Cam is an MVP, so I think he automatically gets a bid to the Hall of Fame. You think every NFL MVP deserves an automatic bid to the Hall of Fame? I think so. I so think they get your, over. I think they get over like seventy percent consideration, like for sure. But that's one season. Hall of Famers need to have a great career. What if you have one great season and blow your knee out and you never play again? You deserve an automatic bid. So I mean, right that- now, is, is Mahomes an MVP? Or is Mahomes a Hall of Famer? Mm, I would say no. I think he needs a couple more good seasons, then he's a Hall of Famer. I would put Mahomes what? in the Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes. Don't get me wrong. But if he blew his knee out, like, today, I mean, that that's that's hard to say. Like, if Mahomes' career was done tomorrow, I don't know if he'd make the Hall of Fame. I mean, the NFL Hall of Fame is hard to get in, and I don't know if he'd have the like the overall, like culminative stats to put him into the Hall of Fame. But you know, that that's I tough, think he man. I think if he retired today, he'd have a better chance of getting into the Hall of Fame than Kirk Cousins. Absolutely, easily.
I mean, what was the AFC championship? That was it three years or four years in a row? MVP, a Super Bowl champ already. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, like I, I think he clearly get. I think he gets in easily over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that shouldn't even be a debate. Jackson, we got to talk yeah. about something, man. Okay. My Pittsburgh Steelers on the road beating Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns, the Super Bowl favorite. Cleveland Browns go down to my <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. We're Have four I ever and three. We've won three. Str- Let me talk. Let me oh, talk. Gosh. We've won three straight games. Not one, not two, but three. We started one and three. I get all of that. We've rebounded. We're back. We're four and three. We're primed for a playoff run. I'm feeling Pittsburgh. We got the best defense in the AFC. I'm hyped up. I believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're looking great. I love it. And the Browns stink. They reek. They're done. Stick a fork in them. They are cooked. They are well done. They are burnt on the grill. And I love every single second of it. Yeah, you guys really remind me of, like, the AFC version of the Carolina Panthers, honestly. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> Get out of here that with comparison. that. What? What? Get you're out both, of here with you're that. Both, you're both four and three. You both They're rebounded four and after. Four. They're four and four. We're four well, and three. Saying, We're above 500, dude. You both rebounded after, you know, three or four losses in a row. And well, beat, I mean, we've won it. three games in a row. They lost three in a row. So there's a little well, bit of a Well, they won three difference. games in a row, too. To start and the season off. I'm, I'm just saying. Against no comp. You got, they beat an injured Atlanta team. You guys beat an injured Cleveland team. Cleveland wasn't even that injured. They the had three starters I mean, out, too. The, the only difference They had Nick Chubb. They had Dearness Johnson. Listen, the only difference is I would definitely take Sam Darnold going forward over Ben Roethlisberger. Not this year, I wouldn't. I'm telling oh, you right now, Big Ben's playing at a better level right now than Sam Doodoo Darnold. That man is terrible right now. Yeah, the but, bar's so high. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're fighting for who's the 28th best quarterback in the league. Um, hey. I would definitely – I mean, congrats. You won a division game. A huge division game. Huge, dude. I mean, it's a big deal. We beat the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland as an underdog. Ben looked good. The defense looked like one of the best in the NFL. The best spread like two points. Four points. Oh, God. I but, mean, hey. congrats. I mean, and the Bengals lost. The Bengals lost. So we got think, new life. No, you're, dude, there's no way you guys no. win that division at all. We're not going to win the division. We're making a wild card, though. I'm telling you right now. Doubtful. But I would, dude, there's just, there's nothing more on this earth that I pray for more than the Steelers missing out on the wild card by like a game. I mean, dude, like if, the they make, if they make it, the that'll Patriots. be cool when they get beat by 40 again in the playoffs. But, I mean, realistically, I just don't see any way you guys make the playoffs. I, th- I still think you're the worst team in your division. Over the. What? Did he cut out again, Lucas? Oh, he's coming back. Oh, I'm back. Oh. I'm back. Okay. Oh. And we just beat the Browns. So how are we worse than the Browns? Because they're injured and 
Oh, they're injured. Boo hoo. Baker has a sore shoulder. Oh my God. You know, if Big Ben Ben had the same injury, you'd be making the most excuses for him. Dude, if the third string running back, if their slot receiver couldn't make the game, he would, that would be the reason. I'm just saying they're Odell not healthy. Odell Beckham Jr. was out there. Baker was out there. Chubb was out there. OBJ Landry Jr. was out there. What is your Garrett obsession with there? players who haven't been relevant since 2018? We had Vaughn Miller praise now. OBJ. <laughs> hey, Vaughn Miller has four and a half sacks this year. How is he not relevant? Chandler Jones got five in one game, and he absolutely sucks this year, dude. I wouldn't say Chandler Jones is bad this year. No, I feel like Chandler that's an unfair, sucks. I feel like that's an unfair assessment. I've watched him, dude. He's no good. Okay. I mean, average, baby. But I want I want to be that hard on him. I mean, you're you are overly critical of your own players. I mean, even your own coaching staff. You think Cliff Kingsbury is one of the worst coaches in the league? I didn't say one of. I said the. But <laughs> here's the deal. You, congrats, dude. You beat the Browns in Cleveland in the dog pound. Oh my say it god! With me in I the dog just... pound. Jackson here with I I think a divisional game is just so different that I mean I think this game was always going to be kind of a close game like I don't I just don't see a world where this is super impressive because I don't think the Browns are a hundred percent like that you can say like they're not hurt they're not dead I will say this I think it's time like let's see what Case Keenum has oh over Baker. Case Keenum's good. Case Keenum has a better track record than Baker. Yeah, let's see what Case has. Let Baker you, rest up. Get yeah, I was gonna say. I think you should until Baker's hundred percent. Which I don't know. What, I don't know if he'd have to have the procedure or if he just has to rest it out. Or I just I think they. I think you're, I'm with you where they should probably let Baker rest and kind of roll healthy at least. Absolutely, that's how I feel. And also, Another... I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't see where the Steelers. I still don't see them holding up in because they, because they I mean they start off so great last year, and then they died at the end of the season. They they have to make it to the end of the season here now. Yeah. First yeah. of all, I mean that, that that's a fair point. I mean, I feel like this year's team and last year's team are pretty much polar opposites because last year we started great and ended poorly. This year we started. After the Bills game, after week one, we started terribly, and now we're finally kind of getting our stuff together. We're looking good. But it's a long season, and I just hope Ben can stay upright. The offensive line looks a lot better. Najee's doing Najee things. The defense is going to be elite regardless. We just need Ben to kind of play within himself, not make dumb mistakes, get the ball where he needs to get it, and I think the Steelers can win a playoff game. Not win the Super Bowl, but I think if we make it, we can be a dangerous team just because of that defense. And Mm -hmm. speaking of teams – they got a huge win. How about the Patriots and Mac Jones knocking off the Los Angeles Chargers in L.A.? I mean, that yeah. shocked me personally. No, it didn't me too. I, maybe I'm just starting to question the Chargers. I mean, I still think they make the playoffs because I think the AFC is kind of weak this year. But uh, I don't know. I just think the AFC is weak. Yeah, it was a funky – I feel like this is a funky year where we thought there were so many good AFC teams, and they're all kind of like slowly falling their ways. I mean, I don't know if this is just the Chargers, if this is like a regular Chargers thing, or if this is just Bill Belichick getting like the the best game plan of like ever against Justin Herbert. 
because Justin Herbert didn't look good. And, like we would have said last week, the Titans and Bengals were some of the best teams, and they both lost to the Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, yeah, I think it's a very funky year for the AFC. I think that every team's kind of just off besides the Bills. But, I mean, even the Bills should have beaten the Titans and they lost to the Steelers week one. It's just a weird year. Yeah. I mean, right now, besides the Bills, who's the second best team in the AFC? Pre-injury, I would have said Titans. Hmm. And I know I would probably it, but... agree, but the Ravens are right there too. I, I would probably go with the Ravens, but even the... but the Ra- I mean, the Ravens got blown out by the Bengals, who lost to the Jets, and that's just I mean, there's just so much. I'm, <laughs> there's I'm, a lot I'm, of chain reaction to too. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of chain reaction like losses where it's like these are good, but they lose to said team that was really bad. It's very weird. I mean, how much does the Derrick Henry injury you think affect the Titans? You mean, do you think that pretty much ends their season? Like, they're no, they still win the division over Indianapolis. Yeah, I think so, and I think okay. I, I mean I think they still get ten wins. I agree. I mean, I think Derrick Henry's one of the best players in the NFL, but I think McNichols and Adrian Peterson should do a pretty good job replacing them. Yeah, I mean that shouldn't have to change. I don't believe in running backs, so I understand Derrick Henry's special one of the best ever but he's still a running back at the end of the day i kind of disagree where i think the titans offense at least they go as far as derrick henry does and i mean Tannehill's solid and aj brown's really good but i mean derrick henry's been the sole reason why they've won a couple games yeah out i think that the thing is i think their defense is a lot better than they were last year so that might help them win a couple more games than i would have originally thought but I think the Titans. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't kill them. I think they still make the playoffs. I just don't know if they go. I don't know if they're Super Bowl contenders. No, that's definitely fair. And I think looking at the Titans right now, Ryan Tannehill has to step up and play better football. I mean, he's been playing better over the last couple of weeks, but now, especially with Derrick Henry out, he has to step up and look like he looked the last two years, which is like an MVP caliber quarterback. Going into this season, he had the best passer rating over the last two seasons in NFL history. This year, he's had some ups, some downs. He hasn't looked like exactly the same quarterback, but I still think he has the potential to be a top 10, top 12 guy. He has potential to put up those kinds of numbers, and they're going to need it because, I mean, they got A.J. Brown. They can make big plays happen in the passing game. They're just going to have to kind of reach in that bag of tricks and figure out what they can do to develop an elite passing attack. Because losing Derrick Henry, I think it's not going to be the end of the world. Like I said, McNichols, Peterson filling in, they can do a good job because McNichols is really good out of the backfield um, catching passes. Adrian Peterson's probably going to be good for seven, eight, nine carries a game, about 40, 50 yards. He should be able to get some touchdowns inside the 10-yard line, but they're going to need a better passing attack. And I think Ryan Tannehill can do it. They're just going to have to develop that consistency. And it's going to be really interesting to see how teams play them without Henry because without that threat in the backfield, defenses are going to play them completely different. And we haven't really seen um, Tannehill in Tennessee, how he operates without Henry. So that's going to be really fascinating. I think someone that has to make their like self-known in Tennessee that we haven't really even heard of this year is Julio Jones. I mean, he was out mm. this week, 
but I mean, we haven't heard his name really called ever when it comes to like, like anything. I mean, yeah, even when they're on prime time, I mean, we just we he had that one really more. good catch against Buffalo, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, like we haven't gotten this. I guess you want to say signature Julio moment in Tennessee besides that catch in Buffalo. And I mean, he, you know, we just I feel like we have to hear more from him. And AJ Brown just has to keep, you know, being AJ Brown. I agree. All right. So, do you guys want to transition to our picks, or is there anything more you want to talk about? I guess just picks. Yeah, I think we hit we hit the high spots. All right. What are our records? Does anyone have them from last last week? I only I have I mine. What well, would you go? I'm winning. Well, we're waiting on this game. I think the Chiefs are going to pull it out, but I should go nine and six. I'll be eighty-two and thirty-nine. I went four and eleven. Okay, <laughs> so going into this week, Lucas, no, if the Chiefs win. I went five and ten. If the Chiefs win, you went five and ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, I went seven and eight, and then Lucas, you went. What was that? Nine and six. So your records what? 82 and 39. 82 and 39. I'll be, what did I say? I was 7 and 8. So I'll be 77 and... Let me figure out this math. Forty-five. Okay, so I'm seventy-seven and forty-five. And then Jackson, you said you went five and ten. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Okay, so you'll you have forty-nine losses, and so you're seventy-three and forty-nine. Not bad. The battle for second place. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, Lucas, you've kind of pulled away from the pack. I hate to say Let's it, go. but. Because I mean, you're 82 and 39. I'm 77 and 45, and Jackson's 73 and 49. What's funny is, is I keep losing bets. I keep losing fucking parlays because of fucking the Chargers and the Lions. I'm I'm so done with the Lions. The Lions can die. I hope they go 0 and 17. Uh, I, I think they will at this point. I don't have any belief or any faith in the Detroit Lions whatsoever. I think they're pretty much done. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> they made me so mad. They lost by so much. I had them winning outright. Like, dude, <laughs> come on. I, uh, huh. All right, now it's time to get into our weekly game picks. After another impressive week of picking games, Lucas is currently leading the pack at 82 and 39. I'm in second place at 77 and 45, and Jackson Kelly at a close but still last place with 73 and 49. Rough week, dude. I got (laughs) five and (laughs) ten. It was a little rough. I picked the Lions. I picked the Jaguars, and that was one of the worst mistakes of my life. I would have been right up there with Lucas <laughs> if I didn't believe in those two putrid teams. I am never picking the Jacksonville Jaguars again. I want that to be on record. I hate them. I despise their existence. I think they are a joke. I think they are frauds. You guys already know this, obviously, but I am never picking them ever again as long as I shall live. As you shouldn't, as you should never, <laughs> should never trust the Jags. 
All right, man. We got to kick it off with Thursday night football between the Jets and the Colts. The Colts are currently 10 and a half point favorites at home. Uh, let me get the Colts. Yeah, I as much as I want to believe in some Mike White magic, pause. I'm going to take the Colts. <laughs> I agree with you guys, man. I think the Colts in the spot are a surefire pick. I think at home, Carson Wentz isn't going to make another boneheaded mistake. I think at home, the Jets looked great last week, but I don't think they can pull off two wins in a row like that. Give me the Colts. Give me Frank Reich at home. Next up, we got a divisional matchup between the Browns and the Bengals in Cincinnati. The Bengals are three-point favorites. I think that was an embarrassing loss to the Jets on Sunday. So I think they come back, and I think I think they play relatively well. I think the defense wins them this game. Give me Cincy. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincy as well. I agree with you guys, man. I think Cleveland is going to play a good game. I think that they're going to be in it for a while. I think they're going to try to rebound from that loss to Pittsburgh. But I think overall, Cincinnati is just a better team. I think they're going to have a bigger bounce back at home. I think the Bengals are going to get the W. Next up, we got the Broncos traveling to Dallas to face the Cowboys. The Cowboys are eight and a half point favorites at home. Give me the Cowboys here. Give me the Cowboys as, as my lock. This is absolutely easy. I I love the Cowboys here. Wait, who are they playing again? The Broncos. Yes. Easy <laughs> win. Yeah, especially if Dak plays. If Dak plays, I'm double. I agree, man. Give me give me the Cowboys. Um, I actually would, would probably take the Broncos to cover that eight and a half, because I think they can hang in a game kind of sneakily. I think Teddy Bridgewater can do some things. I think Denver is going to hang in the game, but I think Dallas is going to get the W. Next up, we got the Texans on the road at the Dolphins. Two one and seven teams going up against each other. The Dolphins are seven point favorites at home. Mm, uh, unless two or this was seems like one of those two is going to play like okay he's going to throw like two touchdowns and you're going to be just destroying us next week because the <laughs> Texans are Texans are a dumpster fire so give me Miami to bounce back uh... oh Jesus Christ yeah I'm going to take the Texans here dang Pretty bold. Yeah. I mean, I I I understand it because you're a big Tua hater, but I mean, oh yeah, I mean, I'm, dude, they put up a good effort towards the end of that game. I mean, I know it was garbage time, but they can score points. I mean, Davis Mills, dude, probably take him over Tua. Oh God, dude, that's just <laughs> embarrassing. I mean, at this point, that's just a joke. No, Tua's career is a choke, dude. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious if Tua gets traded tomorrow. I'm excited. Hopefully, the Dol- Dolphins are going to win this football game if they don't trade Tua. If they keep Tua, the Dolphins are going to roll to a three-touchdown victory in oh, Miami. Gosh, it is going to what? be a blowout. <laughs> this is going to be an awful game. Red Zone will forget about hey, this Hey, it is going to be a blowout. I'm telling you right now, the Dolphins are going to put it all together for one game. They are going to roll. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Tua Tagovailoa. Four touchdown passes against 
the Houston Texans in Miami. He is going to go off. This is going to be a Tua Tagovailoa renaissance. Give me the Dolphins and give me them big. If you're a betting man, go straight to the bank. Take out that 401k. Take out every dollar in your savings account and put it minus seven on the Dolphins because I'm telling you it is going to pay dividends. I want to see it. I want, I want to lose this pick <laughs> just to see this next week. All right, man. Next up, we got the Falcons at the Saints. The Saints are currently six-point favorites despite Trevor Simeon likely making the start at quarterback. Um, give me the Falcons. Wow. Mm. Listen, I will – it's a Saints hate week, so I have to – Pour all my hate into the Saints on Twitter for the whole week. But on paper and on the field, I just can't see the Falcons winning this. So you got to give me the Saints. I'm with Lucas. I think the Saints are going to win this game pretty comfortably. You know, I think the Falcons can hang in for a while, but I think the Saints just have a great top-to-bottom football team. I mean, if you put a couple elite pieces on the Saints, they might have one of the best teams in the NFL. They manhandled the Buccaneers. They manhandled Tom Brady. That was a greatly impressive victory. And although, like Jackson said, it's a divisional game, you can't really hold it against the Buccaneers too much, there's some chinks in the armor for Tampa Bay. And New Orleans, they have a great overall team. So I would probably say New Orleans by about 10 in this football game. God. Next up, we got the Raiders at the Giants in New York. The Raiders are two and a half point favorites on the road. Raiders. <sighs> yeah, this is a yawn game. I'm with you, man. Yeah. The Raiders are gonna Raiders are gonna roll. You know, we just watched the Giants give the Chiefs a game, and I know the Chiefs aren't the same Chiefs that we know, but I think this is a big letdown spot for the Raiders. So give me the Giants. I like it. I like it. But still, I think the Raiders on the road, they're a good team. I think they're str- I think after getting rid of Gruden, they've shown that they still have a pretty good foundation in place. I think Derek Carr gets the job done. Next up, we got the Patriots at the Panthers. The Patriots are three and a half point favorites on the road in Carolina. This seems like one of those spots where the Patriots would game after getting a huge victory. But I think the Patriots are trying to get around, so I embarrass the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, I got the Patriots winning too. The only reason I got the Patriots winning this game is because of Mac Jones. I think he's going to go on the road. I think he is going to dice up that Carolina secondary that's very good, by the way. I mean, it's an elite secondary, but they ain't seen Mac Jones yet. You know, Mac oh, Jones is going to oh, go yeah. and do his <laughs> – <laughs> Mac Jones gonna go do his thing. The Patriots gonna win the football game. Next up, this is a game that I'm pretty sure we're gonna all pick in the same direction. It's the Bills at the Jaguars. The Bills are 15 point favorites on the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me the Bills here. <laughs> I love the Bills being 15 favorites on the road. <laughs> Um, but yeah, give me give me the bills here. 
This is one of those games where you could look at it and say, you know, maybe Buffalo goes down here. Maybe they're a little too full themselves. Maybe they're going to get themselves in some trouble. Maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars will have some prayer, some hope to win a big-time football game. But it's not going to happen. The Bills are going to go to Jacksonville, and they are going to utterly embarrass the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are not even worthy of having an NFL franchise. And after this weekend, they're going to regret even bringing a franchise to Jacksonville. It is going to be that embarrassing. It is going to be that bad. Trevor Lawrence Facts. might request a trade after the game. I mean, obviously Facts. the trade deadline will be fast. Pass. He'll want to be out of, out of Jacksonville. Urban Meyer might as well fake another hard sack. He'll want to be out of Jacksonville. Poor James Robinson. He's hurt right now. He's probably the best player they got on offense. He deserves to leave Jacksonville and go get a better opportunity because that organization is a dumpster fire. That city is a dumpster fire. That team is a dumpster fire. And Josh Allen's going to go down there swinging wood. <laughs> He's going to get Pause. Hold on. <laughs> and yet, all that is true, and yet they still beat Tua. It's so insane how this world works. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that that was a London game, man. And Tua played really well. It's more the Dolphins and Brian Flores making that whole whole situation go south. It's always so. everyone else's. Yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> but the Browns were healthy this week too. They were. They were only missing three players. So really, the Browns, you know, they just weren't. They just weren't playing a good game. And the Steelers are a better football team. That's what it boils down to. Hate to say it. Mm. Next up, the Ravens are taking on the Vikings in Baltimore. The Ravens are five and a half point favorites at home. Mm. Here, although it wouldn't shock me if the Vikings upset, but I think the Ravens, especially coming off of the bye week. Um, I'm with you guys, man. I think the Ravens, you know, coming off a really hard loss last week, I think they kind of have to respond and have to bounce back. So I think this is going to be a week where they go, they, they, they just kind of put it all together. Lamar has a big day. Uh, Hollywood Brown has a big day. I think the Ravens win the football game. Next up, we have the Chargers at the Eagles. The Chargers are two and a half point favorites on the road. Chargers. Yeah, give me the Chargers. Ugly game, but I like the Chargers to bounce back. My coach of the year, my MVP, they have to pull through. So give me the Chargers on the road, getting a huge dub, sort of keeping them alive in that in that playoff race. I mean, obviously, if they lose, they'll be four and four. They'll still be alive, but to win and be five and three, it put them in a much better position to compete with the Raiders in that division. And, I mean, who would have thought in week eight we'd be talking about the Chiefs, not at the top of that division. We'd be talking about the Raiders. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. But give me the Chiefs to uh, to get it – or not the Chiefs, I'm sorry, the Chargers, rather, to get it done on the road and get the dub. Next up, we have the best game of the week, the Packers on the road to face the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road despite mm. being a measly four-and-four four compared to the Packers' seven-and-one. Um, this is easy. Give me the Packers. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna dismantle this defense. I, they're just the Chiefs. I don't know. They're just we. We might be on. They're actually bad. I don't. I don't know. There's not much more to say about it. I mean, the I think the Packers win quite easily. Um. Yeah. 
Packers win this game. I don't understand that thinking at all. You mean the uh, two-and-a-half-point favorite? Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. I'd agree. I think the Packers are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a pretty close game because I think the Chiefs at home, I think they can kind of pull a little bit of magic out of their sleeve. But I feel like that line is more vague. It's just giving the Chiefs respect and kind of trying to bank on the betters that are still believing in the Chiefs because Kansas City's gotten so much love the last couple of years from the sports media, from sports fans. Everyone kind of thinks that they're the perfect team. They can do no wrong. I mean, going into last year's Super Bowl, everyone just kind of assumed the Chiefs were going to roll. And obviously they got rolled. But I still think people see the Chiefs as they were last year, the year before, and in 2018. They're not really seeing the Chiefs as they are in 2021, which is a mediocre football team. So I think the Packers, which are one of the best teams in the NFL easily, going on the road, I think they can get it done, and I think they will get it done. Next up, we have your Cardinals, (laughs) Jackson Kelly, going on the road to face the 49ers. The 49ers are currently two-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Cardinals at home. Yeah, dude, give me the Cardinals to win. I don't give a shit if Colt starts. Give me the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the Cardinals here. I originally was gonna go with the Niners, but I mean, they just didn't look good. They didn't look great against the Bears, where they probably should have. So I think the Cardinals win here. You know what? Give me San Francisco. Give me the 49ers. I think at home they can pull it out of their hat. I think Jimmy G had a really good game against Chicago. I expect that to continue against Arizona. I know the Cardinals have a great defense, but I trust Jimmy G. I trust the 49ers at home to get this job done. I think the 49ers win the football game, especially with a banged-up Kyler Murray potentially not playing for Arizona. Next up, we have Sunday Night Football between the Tennessee Titans and the L.A. Rams. The Rams are seven-point favorites at home. Rams. Yeah, I think the Derrick Henry loss changes. I like the Rams here. Keep rolling. Rams by 90. I think this is a blowout. I think it's ugly. I think the Rams are at home are going to roll. I think Cooper Cup's going to have another huge game. I expect them to just pile it on, pour it on. I think, like I said, they're the prohibitive Super Bowl favorites, the best team in the NFL. I think the Rams make a statement and win big against Tennessee on Sunday Night Football. And last but not least, we have my Pittsburgh Steelers in prime time Monday Night Football against the measly Chicago Bears. (gasps) The Steelers are six and a half point favorites at home. One of the biggest Monday Night Football games we've seen all year long, baby. That's not saying much. (laughs) And it's not true either. Oh, it's (laughs) definitely true. This is a huge game. Huge, baby. I I don't – I'm going to pick the Steelers. See, I don't know the Bears (sighs) – See, I like the Bears. I just they especially beat the Raiders. They if, beat the Bengals. Uh, if Matt Nagy comes back, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a lock. But I, I don't. I'm gonna go with the Steelers just because I think their defense will hold up fairly well against Justin. I don't. I don't. I don't like either team, but I like the Steelers. I'll probably take the Steelers just as a safe bet. But I think it could go either way. 
after week one, I said oh the Pittsburgh Steelers are a Super Bowl contender. And they're going to prove it against the bear. <laughs> <laughs> after four weeks, everyone laughed at me. They said, oh, my God, what a preposterous take. The Steelers are one in three. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL. And oh, we're still admit, laughing at that. They're still laughing. Hey, hey, let me finish now. Let me finish. I know the Steelers aren't the best team in the NFL. Heck, I know they're not a top five team. They're not a top 15 team. Oh, they're a top 15 team, dude. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. But I'm getting to that. The Steelers have the best defense in the AFC. They got a two-time Super Bowl champion quarterback, Big Ben. They got some of the best weapons at wide receiver in the league, even without Juju. We got the best young running back in the NFL in Najee Harris, best rookie anyway. We got an offensive line that is getting better every single week, just as I predicted it would. And we got a coach that's a Super Bowl champion that's never had a losing season in his NFL career. And you know what that all boils down to? Is that the a Pittsburgh week Steelers, eight win over the Bears? Hey, hey. <laughs> The Steelers, they might not be a Super Bowl favorite, but they're a team that can still win it. They're a team that can win a playoff game. They're a team that can make a run in the playoffs no. because we have the foundation. In a weak AFC, we have the defense. We have the formula. We have the blueprint, and it's all laid out, and we're going to stick to that plan. We're going to get this. We're going to get the job done. We're going to beat the Chicago Bears at home in a statement victory on Monday Night Football. The entire country is going to be watching this game, and they're going to see just what the Pittsburgh Steelers are made of. The Steelers are going to step up. They're going to show out. They're going to prove to you, and they're going to prove to America that they belong in the conversation of playoff football teams. The Pittsburgh Steelers are officially back, and they're going to prove it against the Chicago Bears. It's going to be bad news for those Bears. When they walk oh into Pittsburgh gosh. and get taken out by my Steelers, baby. And that's just a fact. Steelers, big. Remember how I said take out that 401k, take off that savings? Do it again for the Steelers because I'm telling you what, they are going to easily cover that six and a half points. Ben's going to have a renaissance. Claypool's going to go crazy. Deontay Johnson's going to go crazy. Steelers are going to win the football game. Guarantee it. Hmm. What's funny and if they is- don't win, hey, if they don't win, I'll eat crow. I will say on the podcast that I was completely <laughs> wrong. That I'll, I'll wear the dunce cap for the night. But you know what? I believe in my Pittsburgh Steelers. We're getting the job done. I was about to say, what's funny is we record on Monday nights, so I'm hoping like as that game is going on, they're getting blown out by thirty or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would because that would just make for the best, just best time ever. And we, yeah. Luckily for me, that's not going to happen. <laughs> we got one of the best teams in the NFL. I'm chilling. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're, we're top 12 right now. I'll take that. We're, we're top 11, top 12. You know, we're, we're in that oh, playoff season. Better than nothing. You can hope all you want, but, man, this, for this playoff loss is going to just – even if you make it there, will feel fantastic. 